Hello and welcome to The Empire Strikes Back, a UK-based podcast for New York Yankees fans. Uh, this is episode 58 and I'm Rob. Uh, welcome along. It's great for you uh, to have you join us. Great for you to join us. You know, it's good for your ego, I guess, as well. You know, joining such cool kids as, as, as me and my, my lovely <laughs> co-host today, my contributor. Uh, it's just me and Kev tonight, so it's a little dinner for two, mate. We're sat in a restaurant. And the restaurant is serving up shit sandwiches at the moment. That's all we're, that's all we're working with. But how it's, are you, mate? You're right. I'm good. It's a dream team, Rob. The dream team. Dream team. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure, we're, we're, I'm sure we won't have any trouble filling a pod that we asked to talk. That's for sure. <laughs> there's there's going to be, a, I, I mean, I, I just want to start things off by saying, um, and those of you that are on the Facebook group, absolutely, I don't know about you, Kev, I'm absolutely loving the Facebook group the last, the last couple of weeks. Brilliant. And if, um, if, if anyone, yeah, if anyone's listening, I had a little bit of a debate with um, Neil today about dropping Stanton and playing Sanchez at DH. I hate to be like that guy, but Stanton's at DH. Stanton's dropped and Sanchez is at DH, like I said. So I think <laughs> I, I think Aaron Bin might have been browsing the group today and listening to me, or nah. But I think it was the right move. Yeah, the game's on live at the moment, so. If we get a bit distracted, apologies for that. But yes, and for the sake of honesty, I've been at rugby training, so I've missed the start of the game. So I'm I'm, I'm playing catch up, but we still got an awful lot to talk through. But uh, no, thanks for everyone that participating in the Facebook group. And I say it whenever we do these things, you guys have got a lot of humour and a lot of opinions, and we'd love for you to come and share it on the on the pod with us if you if you feel that you want to, because uh, you can see if we can do it, you certainly yeah. can too. So so. Kev, let's just, if, if you don't mind, we'll just make a start by going through uh, some of the some of the games since we last recorded. And yep. last time we recorded, we 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 were awaiting the outcome of the uh, the final game of the Oreo series, which went pretty much how we thought it might go uh, towards the end there, with with a loss to the Oreos because that's that's baseball, Susan. Um, and and the game went down uh, three to four. Uh, so what, what did you make of that? Did you did you watch that one? I mean, I, I, I caught didn't. up with it the next day. But... Yeah, I, I, I caught up. I caught up in it the next morning. Sorry. Um, again, it's it's hard not to be repetitive when you talk about this Yankees lineup at the moment. But men left on base, runners in scoring position, it's the same same problems. And I think one of the things I said on the chat, we need a spark to come from somewhere in this lineup now. Tonight we've had a bit of a spark because um, we'll get to that, but there has been a bit of a spark tonight. But in my mind, you look back to 2009, the Yankees started terribly in 2009. Now, I'm not saying that this is a season we're going to go on and win the World Series, but they started terrible. The spark for that season came from Erod. He came back from the hip injury. Mark Teixeira had had a torrid start to the season, was absolutely horrendous. And then Erod came back and suddenly sparked him into life. I just kind of feel that this lineup needs our old friend Pat Stanton to get his get his mm-hmm. act together. I think if he somehow finds form, then starts hitting bombs and starts being really productive. I think the top end of the rotation starts to eh, the lineup starts to look so much more fearsome. But at the moment, the way it's been going, and he's changed things up in recent games. But I think if we go back to then. Hicks and Stanton in the middle of the lineup have been a big problem in the heart of the heart of the order. That it's just been easy outs. Now, with all that said, 
<laughs> Stanton actually had a fairly decent game that night. I think he got two hits and, and Hicks got a Hicks got a hit as well. But that was kind of different from what's been going on in most games. And it's been hard to watch. The Yankees have been hard to watch is what I would call them at the moment. Now hard, a lot of hard and, and, and boring as well, boring. which yeah. is <laughs> yeah. extremely boring. And you know what's I'm, coming. Yeah. It's so frustrating. I yeah. said to my mates, you know, because they, they bang on about baseball to all my friends all the time. And they're like, fine, this year, we'll give it a go. We'll watch the Yankees. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you're going to watch Bronx Bombers. We're going to do this, you know, like I was yeah. before the first one of the year. I was like, yeah. And they've watched a few and gone, what the, What is this that you you want us to yeah. watch? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. no, no, just give 162 games. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's all you need to invest in. You know, <laughs> one of my mates has got right in it. I think I mentioned him last week as well. I don't know who he might be listening more for if you are. He is totally hooked at the moment and he said to me the other night do you know what i know i'm hooked now because this is really pissing me off watching this team <laughs> and i thought yep you've got it um and he's trying to learn his way through the game and it's it's quite good to see he's he's really really hooked on it he's been texting me tonight and stuff like that i was trying to watch the game on my phone and people kept texting me which is frustrating when you're trying to watch on your phone but yeah it's um it's just so predictable the team that that's the way i see it we're predictable um we're relying on kind of the bottom of the order a lot of times to get us through the games you know geo has been superb i think he's batting far too far down the order for my liking great great um who has been pretty decent um maybe regressed a little bit probably the last week or so things have not been so good torres had a good start it's kind of faded a little but I think the, the biggest problem's been Stanton. Yeah. It's the middle of the order. Like, it's like you say, though. I mean, this is the problem. Because if you end up with one or two on, we haven't got, we haven't had the capacity in the middle of the order to see that through. And and, yeah. and when you look at Yankee batting order, you think to yourself, well, we, we're depth one tonight. That, 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 look at that. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be absolutely fantastic. But when as soon as you hit, to be honest with you, the three spots, which... Yeah. It worries me that when you when you when you now obviously things have happened tonight that I need to play catch up on, but yeah. four five six I would expect four five six to be able to to get at least one home from there. Um, yeah. But it just it seems, and it's just and you know it's going to happen. I don't know about yeah. you, but when I, when I see a quality player come up to have an at bat, I want to feel. Oh, here we go. Anything could happen, and I've just been feeling polar opposite <laughs> yeah and do you know what Absolutely see if I polar. see another ground into double play yeah. just when you get you just get a run go you just get a wee bit of a rally yeah. going and it's ground into double play and you're just like oh my god yeah. it's so frustrating yeah. we are a frustrating team to watch just now and the thing is you know we've been critical of the pitching you know Tyon's not been not been brilliant but um, Kluber's been had these sort of Typical slow start to the season, but it's it, the pitching's not been terrible. You know, there's games we're giving up three runs and losing because the offense is just not doing what they need to be doing. And I tell you, you talk about defense. This um, this Blue Jays team are absolutely fantastic. That was great. Yeah, we've yeah, just we've just really, really, we've really just really seen a uh, uh, Josh out second there at the uh, yeah, the, the top of the eight. Yeah. yeah, and and I've been listening to the uh, the Bastroni podcast, and they were talking about the ball. The fact that the ball's dying. Yeah, the dead ball. Uh, and, 
And and I think to myself, well, that it can't be that because we're not, we're just not, we're not getting anything. Yeah, um, I think that might be part of the problem as well is that we're not, we're not, we're just not playing small ball. Now I know there's less small ball played these days, but when you've got two on and none out, you know, I think we had the bases loaded and nobody out the other day or mm-hmm. last week, mm-hmm. and, and we never scored a run, and that is that's just. That's crazy. That's just all you need to do is get the ball and play. Yeah, well, I don't know. Well, we, so, so we 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 lost that game against the Oreos, and then we moved on to. Uh, there are many baseball stadiums that I want to visit. There's a lot of them that I want yeah. to visit. Nowhere in the list of the top twenty nine <laughs> is, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is the trop. Yeah. <laughs> Nowhere. I just look at the hotel. It's, it's just a garish, putrid yeah. hellhole. Um, it's 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 from another era, isn't it? The old, um, I think it's a cookie cutter type stadium. Well, not cookie cutter was more the sort of shape, but I think it is a dome, a traditional old style dome stadium. Um, yeah, you can't I, blame I'm, him for wanting to go to Montreal, though, can you? I mean, you yeah. Can't. <laughs> I mean, I think that would be fantastic. Um, not just because I spend a fair bit of time in Montreal with work. And could get to some games, but Montreal was just a brilliant city, amazing place, and it was quite, quite unfortunate. I don't know if you know the story, but when um, the strike happened, it really, really affected the the Expos because the Expos actually had a really good team that season, and just the way the strike happened and everything kind of conspired against them. After that, ended up them losing the team. I think they went to Washington. Was that the team that became? I do. That's it. Yeah, the Senators. They became the yeah the centers and then the nationals, but yeah, it's um I don't know. I think I don't know how much appetite there is in French Canada for it. But in my opinion, having been to Canada and seen the passion they have for baseball and the whole French v English Canada thing, and the fact that sports is a bit different these days, it's more hyped up, and I think it would be successful. And I think it would be more interesting to have a team there than you know being in. Tampa Bay, where they get no fans. Yeah. Now, yeah. when I first started following baseball, there was an interview on bat flips, and it was a guy who was a Montreal exposed. And I didn't know any, you know, I was just discovering at the time. So I've got the books and followed them. I think it'd be brilliant, you know, but obviously the yeah. stadium they had was a hellhole. Yeah. You know, all those kind of things. However, they're still in Tampa. So I, I digress. I apologize. So Tampa Bay were a team that. We've said on this podcast many a time, these Blue Jays are going to be a pain in the ass. Yes, they are. Uh, very, and, very. and they're just a good. And, and you know yeah. what? You, sometimes you've just got to hold your hands up. They are. I love the way they play. I'm not a huge Gurriel fan, but but I think mm-hmm. uh, Bobby is just super. I mean, his arm is super. You know, and I look at them and think to myself, you are going to be around. For a very, oh, now, yeah. obviously, when they will come up to free agency, that's going to be a very expensive. Yeah, we, we'll have some of them. Place. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Will, but will, will we? That's that's exactly it. Will we? Yeah. But this well. Tampa Bay team, I thought to myself, well, they're going to be a bit weaker. But you, you just the, the the hatred. I see. I think now it's almost like the Red Sox rivalry has, as you, and you see this rivalry. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not there anymore, but the rivalries sometimes. As a West Ham fan, for example, you've got Arsenal, Tottenham, yeah. and they're the big rivalry. But we 
we hate Tottenham <laughs> so yeah. very, very, and it's almost kind of swung that swung that way. Certainly the way we're playing this year. Um, I think, and so temp, yeah, yeah. Go on. No, I was just going to say. I think the the sort of for me growing up watching, not growing up, but I watched the Yankees from the time I did. The rivalry was at its peak, but the AL East back then was the division in baseball. You know, the Yankees and the Red Sox. They spent a lot of money, but they were bloody good teams. And they hated each other. The players hated each other. There was a lot of stuff going on. You know, there was um, the famous incident when the the broken bat and um, the rocket threw it back at them and stuff like that. And there genuinely was so much needle in the games. And, you know, you had Jeter diving into the seats and stuff because it meant that much. Probably the last five or six years, it's kind of died off a bit because they've been mediocre at times. We've been mediocre at times. The division's not been the same as it has, and the game's just changed. You know, you're not going buying these big, um, big free agents who are probably full of PEDs and able to keep going. And <laughs> it's just the game's changed so much, and it's a young man's game now. And that's when you look at this Toronto team, as you mentioned there. They're young, they're good in the field. They're you know they're they're good defensively. They're good offensively. They can they've got a good mix. Uh, through the lineup of of guys that hit for average and guys that hit for power, and, it, it's and they seem healthy. Yeah, because they're young, and and they've brought in a couple yeah. of pieces that are gonna. Yeah, I think Semyon's been, yeah, <laughs> been a great pickup, and he's a Yankee yeah. killer already. Yeah, um, killer. And Grychuk's like a good player. player. <sighs> just they're just a very good team. Ryu is a cracking pitcher. Their bullpen's been better than we expected, and that's even without. Um, Oh, I forget the closer's name they picked up, but that's even without him who's out injured at the moment. But oh, yeah, pinky. yeah, yeah. So I just think that they're a very good team. I think they're everything that we are not at the moment. The Yankees are kind of they just make me feel like they're not an old team. It would be a stretch to say that, but it kind of feels like an aged team, a team of aging stars who are a little bit ground down and a little bit lacking that sort of spark of youth. Now, we had it when, when Judge and uh, Sanchez and stuff came through. They totally revitalised the, the Yankees um, when it needed it. But it kind of feels like they've been around a bit now and it's, the, you know, the, the spark of youth's kind of gone from them. Um, you know, Torres... Do you, do you remember... Do you remember when uh, Ford took the designer from Aston Martin to design the new Mondeo? Yeah. And, and, and this... This is the best analogy I have for this Yankees team because you go on, on it looks nice idea. Yeah. <laughs> nice idea. And you know, the the and the, the bonnet looks good and the shape's yeah. all good. And then you get in it and drive it. And there's nothing wrong with a Mondeo, by the no, way. But it ain't an but it's not an Aston Martin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's just I, I don't know. I just think that that we've I think we've squandered some of the best years of some guys. And I think, obviously, I think Sanchez's struggles has been a problem. Um, you know, when he came through, came through, it was just unbelievable. He was hitting bombs all the time. Um, I just kind of feel like they faded a little bit. Now they're coming back. You've got Gleyber Torres, who should have been that spark, and he was when he played second base. And then I think last season, just the pressure of moving to shortstop, it definitely affected him. We've lost Didi. It was a barrel of fun. It was a barrel of energy in the team. I think that's affecting us. I really do. I think there's, I, I think there's a lack of that kind of. I don't want to say fun about the team, but there's a lack of that kind of spark in the team. And you know, Canley was another guy who we know was a 
big big personality in there. He was a funny guy, you know. Some of them would talk about you could hear him shouting from the from the bullpen and stuff like that. He just it doesn't look like a team that's enjoying itself at the moment. It doesn't look like a team that's that's all there. And um, yeah, it feels to me like, and I know it is, and we shouldn't look at sports this way. It just feels like a job for them. It feels like they're going through the motions. And so every press conference is all, we know what we've got to do. We've just got to do it in the field. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's great. Yeah, That's just, great. Just right. Shut up and do it. Why don't you, exactly. Yeah. How, about, how about we give it a go then? Why don't you... what, what, what's your thoughts on, on Boone? Uh, I think everyone's got a shelf life in a job and you don't know when the shelf life is. I, 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 thought, I, I think I like the idea of Boone more than I like Boone now um yeah. i wasn't too i wasn't too keen on getting rid of girardi so i was but, but yeah i know that but every, everyone's time comes you know yeah. that that's just it um there was uh mulins was considered he had been doing some great work with the dutch team and the, the giants and I, I i don't know i my worry is is that you've got the coaches there to be the player's friend to keep these highly paid megastars happy and sometimes, I mean, luckily nobody ever has. I'm self-employed, so nobody gets to rollick me. Yeah. Uh, but except <laughs> but the wife. Sometimes, except, except the wife. <laughs> and by Christ, does she make up for it? <laughs> um, but but sometimes you you need it. You need yeah. you need a rocket. Uh, and this strikes me as a team that doesn't. Now, was it Larry Rothschild? Was it? And I was one of those who was happy that Larry went. And it's, you know, there's no, what's, what's the answer, you know, because I thought, well, Larry's time's up. Right now, I'm thinking he, he's, yeah. he's pitching, he's down to the pitching stuff. You know, he's an absolute, yeah. but maybe that little bit of tradition. I'm reading one of the books that uh, was kindly donated to us by uh, the uh, the British Baseball Federation that Chris passed on to me, which I'll be, I'll be sharing with everyone. It's called Damned Yankees. Yeah. And this is the full Steinbrenner era mm. with Billy Martin and the changes Brilliant. of the coaches now Brilliant. and it's entertaining as hell would I want to go through that process as a fact actually you know what I think because it evokes something and yeah. it makes you go oh yeah this is great I, I, I and and it's maybe it's because I'm on a bit of a downer because they're not playing as well as I thought and we're, and everyone's going wrong it's 162 games but I, I message you we, we have this thing on Slack guys you know we message each other and Twitter and all that um, and and I'm kind of hoping that Stanton will come good by the Braves. I'm just going. He's got. He's he's got to do it by the time the yeah. Braves is. We need. We this is a team that needs leadership. Now, what Judge has shown tonight might be the start of that. That yep. and I think they're all going to come off and go. This is the start of us. We've seen that big leadership, but it can't be down to one player because we've seen with with the lineup that we have that you cannot rely on one oh. player because as soon as a player gets in the form they'll trap their face in the garage door or, or <laughs> yeah. choke on a sandwich and end up being out for, for three weeks so you know, that that's that's hard for me so in terms of Boone I wouldn't be devastated if he went I just don't envisage a place where that's going to happen yeah I don't think they would do it mid-season that's for sure to go back to your shelf life analogy I would say his best before date was 1st of January 2020, if, if you ask me. I think he did well that first season. I had a lot of question marks about moves he made and things that he'd done, um, but I put it down to being a rookie. I don't think it's getting any better. I think some of his 
moves are baffling. I think he leaves guys in too long. I think he brings brings players into some really awful positions, uh, pitchers particularly into some terrible positions that don't need to happen. Um, so yeah, I'm, I was never sold on Boone. I like him. I like the guy personally, um, but I was just never sold an idea. Controversially, I wanted a rod. Now a lot of people. Have, I remember. A lot of people have laughed yeah. at me for that, but that's who I wanted, and I, I sort of stick by that. I think Herod would have been um, a really good option, but he's a. a did I you see? <laughs> I'm sorry to oh. take off the tangent. Did you see the guy from? This is the Timberwolves. <laughs> he's just bought the Timberwolves, and the guy said, "Who's Herod? Yeah. One of the players." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Alex is going to love that. Yeah. And his ego. Yeah, that's a laddie. That's a laddie wants to move, isn't it? That's oh, a... <laughs> it was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I think we've sparked into life in previous years when Boone has done some of his antics at the umpires. Yeah. You shouldn't take this, but if you're not going to lose your shit at the players, then you need to show that you've got the ability to do that. Yeah. It's part of the game. Um, and I, it's part of the game. It is. You've got to, you've got to get a spark for your players from somewhere. Girardi was good at that. Girardi was very smart in that manner. Girardi, for me, I just thought was very rigid. And his use of the bullpen, he was very inflexible. And I think the game had changed a lot and he sort of stuck with his old way of working and stuff. But he was, for me, he was definitely a better manager because I think Girardi certainly, I don't want to say there's a lack of respect for Boone, but I think there's a lack of fear of Boone where I think Girardi had more of that in his locker because um, he was capable of losing his shit at the players, which I think they do need to kick up the arse at times. Um but do yeah. you think though? Because so it's one of those like, does a catcher make the best manager? Because obviously yeah. the the catcher yeah. calls the game. Yeah, I, I think certainly there is a school of thought in baseball. I've heard guys talk about that over the years that a catcher is an in-game manager of the team. You know, he's managing the pitches. He's managing a lot that's going on on the field, and these guys tend to be leaders um, and tend to be make good managers. Um, so, yeah, I think there is. And there has been a lot of guys, you know, have transitioned from catcher into into manager. Excuse me. Yeah, no, I'm, I know. I just wait and see. I just, I just think yourself, and I, what you were saying earlier, I think is absolutely to point that we fall into the same traps, that there's bad habits, there's bad decisions. Yeah. And sometimes the players just aren't playing well. And one of the problems we have with Major League Baseball is because there are that many games, you can always say there's loads of games to come. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that's it. It's just the start of the season. It's just, yeah. when, when does it become a problem? <laughs> yeah. And for me, if you're doing the same shit and it's not working every game yeah. for the first eight, ten games, how long do you, how long do you leave it? Yeah, I, I think... I think my big concern with the team this year was it was going to be too samey. And I think mm-hmm. it is more of the same frustrations we had last season because the team is pretty much the same. I think Kluber, Kluber Tanaka, I think Kluber t- typically warms up um, if, you know, in the second month of the season. I think he'll come good, providing he can stay healthy. Tyon really worries me. I think Monty's going to be good. Her man's been dumped down, which is something we probably should cover. Oh, we will. We'll get that. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get us back on topic. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone's <laughs> really seen that coming. So I, I think we have got some good arms, you know, in the in the um, 
the farm that we can bring up that, that could really give us a spark. But as I said before, I don't think the pitching is a big problem at the moment. I think it's the offence and I think it's it's everything we've mentioned. So but th- I think it's is... offence and I think it's fielding as well. I think I think yeah. my, my, the, there's Defense. serious concerns of defensively. Without a doubt. Well, I, I have, I, I have yeah. I reservations. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that we ended up with Geo at the shortstop, I suppose we'll get to that game as well. But mm. while we got into the Tampa Bay Rays, they're a bunch of whining bastards, aren't they? And Kevin Cash Cash is like that guy, you know, he's like Jay from In Between Us, if any of you have seen that, you know, he's like, oh yeah, I would have, we'll do something about it after the fact. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I think he said last year, oh, I've got a stable full of players that can throw 100 miles an hour or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, and it is, it's one of those, as, as he's pretending to be dragged away. Yeah, oh, yeah, scrappy yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, bore, I bore a bit. But the first game, so so let's let's deal with the series. Um, yep. So the first game, we're up, is Kluber, uh, if I remember rightly. Yes, it is. And uh, unfortunately... And and I think I mean I'm predicting depending on the result I, I thought it was going to finish three three so I'm I'm very interested for the sake of my recovering from my six nil uh, <laughs> fantasy, <laughs> fantasy lands uh, I've probably injected some some class A drugs into my eye sockets to come up with that one um, but what did you make of that game because for me and, and th- this is this didn't concern me this game as much as the the game afterwards. But there was enough here in this game just to frustrate uh, more than anything because never, never in control. When you never. when a game has gone so early, it frustrates the hell out of me. Yeah, it was one of them games. Frustratingly, that series was the games were all on at good times, and that was probably mm-hmm. the most galling part of it. So you're like, yes, three <laughs> games that we can watch, and then that first game come up, and it just like. Ah, there was just there was some good stuff going on in the game, but they just we never looked like as you say we never looked like in control. Um, I, I, I'm struggling to even you know Kluber doesn't even last into the third inning, which puts nope. pressure on you straight away. They then bring in Nick Nelson. Nelson, yeah. And you, you've got to say, why was King down in the? The minor league camp when we brought him in as a firefighter before and he was superb he wasn't even available superb absolutely superb yep he wasn't available oh, so they bring him and i think here. we've shown nelson that he's put nelson in some really really horrible you know horrible. he brought and it's he brought almost him in, like he's given him up he brought him in did they not bring him in the, the, the bases were the bases the loaded? Oh, what, on no, the, in that, in that game, um, they, br- they brought him in in that game. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the bases were loaded and there was one out or none out and they brought him in and he gave up the runs. I think they, they got tagged to Kluber probably because he put them on base. And it, I, I, you could see things were going wrong for Kluber and he kept him in and kept him in until he got in that position, then pulled him. Instead of letting him take the heat, they pulled him and brought Nelson into a horrible position. And ho- Nelson's... Yeah, his... There goes his confidence straight away. I, I just I didn't get it. I, there was a lot about this game that that kind of really frustrated me. Uh, Lucas Lickie came in and it, actually did well. Um, did right, did right. Yeah, and this was the game that made me go boom. What? Yeah, yeah. That that was because, one because 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, who who is advising you to put this kid yeah. in this in this position, you know? You go yeah is there people above him making that decision or is i think that's got to be on the manager on in the game they've got advice on who they should bring in but i I don't think in that scenario that your starters in the middle of the second inning is is going to load the bases and it's time i I just don't know if that's i I don't know i don't know but it was a very very awful awful game to watch just to, to see the way things transpired and yeah i was shouting a lot about boone i've got to admit the next night, the next night is uh, friend of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, just quickly before we move on. Interestingly, what did you make of him moving Stanton into the two hole? Stanton was struggling, yeah, and this was a game we moved him up the order. I thought they should have been moving him down. Move him up, move him up. I thought it was bizarre. I, I really did, and I think that I, obviously you wonder how much that is down to Boone, or how much that's down to the guys. Who are analysing the data, saying this is this 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 will help. I think this is to do with, but I I think this is is his ego flat because of he's playing middle order. So that's he's he's an elite player. Let's move him up the order. That's going to make a difference. But I, I know it's a modern way to kind of try and get your best guys more at bats, but you need guys that hit for average in the first two holes. That's why Aaron Judge gets put up there. You know the three and four holes are heart of the order. That's your traditional power power hitters um, positions I, I don't get it I think moving him from if anything I think I'd have moved him down to the five hole but either way I mean he got a hit in the game but it just everything there was some good stuff in that game don't get me wrong there was things that were done well Tyler Wade actually gave us a spark which yeah. he did he, he yeah. kicked things off he did, he did. that's he how did. bad that's how screwed up this season <laughs> yeah, is, is that Tyler Wade you know, has the spark, and then we can't even capitalize. No, and that's what pisses me off. Yeah, that when you come back into it, and you know, you you're never in control, but you, you bring yourself back into the game, and then to give it up. Yeah, in the bottom of the inning, <laughs> just, <laughs> just infuriating. Yeah, yeah that, that's a good word for it. We'll, we'll call it infuriating to save some bad language. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it's. Uh, I, I just, I just couldn't believe it. I could not believe the way you know we we, we managed that game uh, yeah. in, in terms of that, um, and and it comes down yes to the rotation. I think Stan, like I say, God, Stanton's got to got to do something. Uh, and just uh, watching this now, the uh, Yankees have gone out again. So we're now in the bottom of the ninth on the game that's currently on, just to give us a nice timestamp. I will move us on to the next game now, though, because yes, yes, uh, please do. A Rose Arena. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I- Domingo Herman, a Rosarina. This is uh, we fail to to make a score. It's this is to me just <laughs> such a low point of the last week. <laughs> yeah, uh, did you did you watch this one? So I am going to make an ad- admission here that I watched the start of this game and chucked it. I had a very, very hard day um, doing work in the garden. And we had some other stuff going on, like the movie night and stuff, and I was watching it on the laptop at the side, and I ended up switching it off and watching the movie with the family because it just, I was just like, I could see where the game was going. You know, I mean, her man was awful. Um, And just, yeah, I think I switched it off in about the third inning or something and just watched the movie with the family because, yeah. 
That that's that's it's only really going to go me. one way. It was, and I I think the fa- the Facebook group was like a self help group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because none of us were really commenting, but then we commented and we just like, oh, yeah. Because you can't go. Let's have some banter about this. Because all you're doing is you're just sat there going, beating yourself this up. This is absolutely. Why am I getting wound up about this? And I and I and I, I found myself getting really really wound up about it because it was just I'm so despondent at the end of it. Yeah. So let's just quickly deal with the Domingo Herman thing. Anyone who has listened to any of these episodes, there, there are there is there is one universal theme that I think it's fair to say that we have had, and that is as soon as, well, anybody, by the way, but as soon as Domingo Herman committed domestic violence against his partner, whether she wrote we were as those of us with kids and wives and you know daughters and stuff like that we so we're not back on we we were <laughs> and yeah. i think chris i think i think chris has been beautifully explicit in his point on this and i and i applaud him on that actually i really really do and so i'd rather this happen now i'm i i kind of understand so the yankees want to give him a chance of redemption but they treated it because i really i don't think I, if I've had my sentence, but because they're just such a Blair marketing soulless organization, the way they've spoken about him since he's come back, I've been really uncomfortable with. Give me Davey Garcia coming up, King yeah. coming up, and I would much rather, that, and I know Sarah, you know, I've had some communications with her. So, as infuriating as I am, as I am with this game, infuriating with this game as I was. I'm glad it happened in a way because it kind of takes that thing that made me disconnect with the team a little bit. Yeah, takes them out. Well, as a guy, as a as a Geisy fan, when we went full time for it, as a Geisy fan, as a Geisy season to come because they're my local team. They signed a couple of players who who and one of them had sexy assaulted a woman and stuff like that, and and they got them in. And as fans, we all turned around and went. And they were like, yeah, but they're actually United. And I'm like, yeah, but they're they sexually assault women. And so we don't want them here, you know. Um, and I'd rather, so he's gone. And so for that to happen, it, it pissed me off. But I'm glad it's done because let him now stay. And let's trade him somewhere. Oh, God. And Yankees yeah. have lost and, again. And, and, the, and the Jays have just walked it off with Bo There we go. Who saw that coming? Yeah, let's turn that shit off. <sighs> <laughs> um, and you oh, yeah anyway yeah so uh bad team uh so as far as i'm concerned i i, I kind of you know I, I was willing to take that bit of pill but the the sunday nights the sunday night game and i described it on facebook as the age of odor now it seems to have been a relatively short age but this is a lad who who's got some power behind yeah him. and everyone was obsessed that he looks a bit weird without the beard i understand that but you know he looks a look hell of a lot younger it looks a lot younger doesn't yeah, it yeah he does yeah he's <laughs> quite a baby face when you see him with it with the beard off I, I know sometimes these these baseball players have to grow these beards just to just to keep themselves you know uh, yeah. to keep themselves so they're not they're not Yankees so they've got something to sacrifice when they come to the Yanks I'm not interested in the beard rule I, actually I don't mind it I don't, I just don't think it's the worst thing in the world but finally we managed to get that win 
But that felt like a game that it wasn't going to happen. But this was the first time I felt in the 10th inning we managed, we played the game for one inning yeah. that we needed to play from the very start of the season. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. It's the first time we've actually done it well. It's, it's worked against us quite a few times. And again, I think yep. the reason it works against us is that we're a team that's struggling to manufacture runs and get, you know, get runners from scoring position. And I think it's a big issue for us and it's cost us quite a few times this season already. Um, but as you say, we played it right. And not only did we, we get the run in, we actually tagged quite a few runs on, which ended up being, yeah. it, it actually ended up being important because the, the Rays did get a couple of men on, I think, and who was it closed out? Oh, I can't remember now. But anyway, it was, uh, I just yeah. Remember, I just remember, our, our, I mean, our was it Abreu? Was, was it Albert Abreu that closed uh, out? Abreu, Abreu, power. Uh, yeah, no, and he, he actually, he just, he just pinned them. He just pinned yeah. them to the, yeah. he was, uh, um, but it yeah, was, it, it was great to see. I, I was relieved. I thought, so, and I thought, I'll be honest with you, that inning, I thought, and that's why I was a bit like the age of Rodor. Yes. I'm thinking, this is it now. This is it. Woken up, played short <laughs> ball, yeah, base running. <laughs> yeah, the Bang. thing, God. the thing with Adora is, I mean. I think I had said at the time, I thought when they brought him in, they would move um, Jay Bruce out and put DJ to first, which seems to be something they're quite looking at quite a bit at the moment. And I think it makes us a better team all round. I think defensively, um, there's no question, DJ's a much better first baseman than Jay Bruce, um, but he's also hits for average. The thing with Adora is he's, not, he's never had great plate discipline, so you're not going to get a guy that's going to hit for average, but it does give you that pop further down the lineup, but yeah, just I don't know. I mean, Gio Urshela for me has been one of the stars, one of the bright stars this year. Again, we need more more guys like him. Fraser started quite hot and seems to have faded a little bit, but I don't know. I just mm -hmm. it, it was a false dawn, I think, a little bit that game. We needed it. We badly needed it. Um, I know we won the next one as well, but yeah. It's just still the problems of the team just not going away. I think I'm a bit deflated after losing that game there and there as well. Yeah, that, one that, down. but that, that 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 felt inevitable as well, didn't it? I mean, yeah, that, it did. And this is this is the problem with it. So we move on to the the, the first game of this series, Garrett Cole. Yeah. Who? Who? From from, like I say, I, I'm no pro baseball at all, but gets himself in a spot of bother and finds his form on the mound just yeah. that that's the thing to that's me that picture. makes him yeah yeah and Higashioka where is it? who looks like being his personal catcher again which we, we, I think that's pretty much nailed on now that he's going to be the catcher but yeah it was um I don't have a problem with that whatsoever I I I, I can't imagine anybody you know no I don't see why really he other than maybe Jack. Higashioka, you look at the you look at his build. Yeah, yeah, but he's not here, so we can get away with this tonight. Yeah, I look at Higashioka's build on himself because you if you look at Hicks and Stanton. I mean, these yeah. guys are carved out of marble, brick shit houses. And then I'm not saying that Higashioka is not muscly and stuff like that, but he's more mm. uh, his physique is not he's not brick shit house basically. No, 
and the power yeah, that he, he can, is able to find. He can deliver it, yeah. And I think that that was part of the debate I was having today. You know, the guy was saying Stanton, Neil was saying Stanton's a career, 370 home runs, whatever he's got. I guess you're a backup catcher. I'm like, he might be a backup catcher, but he's a hot bat just now. He was good last season. I think he, Higashioka rightly won the job last season and became the, the starting catcher because Sanchez was so poor. Um, not behind the plate, but, but with his bat. And I think um, Higashioka was was a good spark. And I think at the moment we need guys like that in the lineup. We need guys who who are seeing the ball well over guys like um, like Stanton at the moment, who's it was another game where he, he did nothing. He didn't even get a hit. Um, but I, I think... When you look at that game amazingly as well, everything came from the bottom of the order. Yep. Everything. All the runs and the sparks and that came from the bottom of the order, which was Agashoka, Talkman and, and Odor. So, yeah, that, that tells you, although it was a good win, that the, the issues hadn't gone away or they hadn't improved. So, yeah. So, so here's the thing, because uh, following people on Twitter, and we'll move on to the two losses briefly in a moment before we move on to a, uh, a move that's happened, is that everyone says the bats will come good. Yeah. The, look, we said the defence, we're worried about the defence. Yeah. Um, I'm worried about the defence. Absolutely worried about the defence. The bats will come good. Yeah. When? when do they all come yeah. good at the, no. the same time? How does this happen? It's one of them throwaway sort of sports comments that people, you know, people like to throw out there. Uh, as I said earlier, we need a spark from somewhere, but it has to come from the big players. Judge, I don't think, has been too bad. Judge has been pretty decent. But yeah. again, they're able to pitch around some of these guys at the moment because there's nothing coming up behind them. Or these guys are doing their job and getting on base and, and we're just not taking advantage of it. And uh, it's just, you know, I think... In that game, we ground into th- double plays three times. Three ground into double plays in one game. I mean, there's nothing more frustrating when you're watching a game when you actually do get on base. It's just, yeah. I don't know what to say other than it's... I don't know. I don't know where it's going to come from. You know, Torres looked like he was starting... Excuse me, starting the season really well, kind of fell away a bit. We really could be doing with him to get his act together. Stanton really needs to get going. Gardy's been all right, but he's a backup player. So Talkman's been pretty all right when he's came in. His running's added a bit to it. But it's the main guys we need. We need, you know, we need DJ doing his thing. We need Judge doing his thing. We need Stanton doing his thing. They're all capable. They're just not doing it. Sanchez has been really good this season. I think Sanchez has been... I was worried he was just going to keep swinging for the fences, but he's not. He's putting the ball in play. He's doing everything we could we could ask from him. To he's he's made massive improvements. But yeah, we need Fraser to get going again. Started really well, and he's he's became a really cold bat. Now we know these guys mm-hmm. are streaky. They are streaky players. I mean, baseball players in general are streaky unless they're at the top of the game. You're Libby Hughes, guys like that. So I just don't know. I, I I'm feeling a bit despondent about the Yankees at the moment. I really am and I, I just think it's, yeah no so the, I was saying the, it's it, it's the joy of podcasting 
isn't it? That there's yeah. no, there's no, there's no hiding place here. Um, that we could, we we could easily go. Oh, this, let's not do one in a minute. We're crap. But I think you do have to. Yeah. You do have to talk about the crap, and that's why I say the Facebook group. We all get to share. The, yeah, I mean, it's something. 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 It's been brilliant, and I, I go on, and you know, it, it sounds sad, but it's nice to see everyone's going through the same stuff that we're going through. Exactly, you know, it makes it more because because everyone else on the MLB community and, and all this kind of stuff is oh, the Yankees lost again. You're like, thanks for beating oh, yeah. me around there. You know, shut yeah. up. Um, so so we've given up this series. Tyon against Ryu. I'll be honest with you, Tyon's finding his way back. Ryu's a damn fine pitcher. I uh, that was the one of the three that I was kind of anticipating. Yeah, we were going to fall short on. Yeah, didn't didn't really have a problem with that one. Would have liked to won it, didn't expect to. To be honest with you, and I no, think and the, I, I'll I, be I monitoring Tyon. Yeah, Tyon, Tyon's a worry. But again, it's the same, the same sort of things going on in that that game. You know, we ground into a couple of double plays, which is frustrating. Um, Hicks had a good game, which is good to see. You know, you kind of need a bit more from him, but I just think. I, it really worries me when you look at the construction of the of the the roster. I think we're way too right-handed and where we need to be, which was always a worry. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't think the Yankees. I don't. I, as we said earlier, I think we miss Didi. I think we miss maybe um, Kenley guys like that that have got, you know, a bit of. But you wonder as well. When you hear the sort of constraints that the players are under, they're not all going for drinks or food after it. They're not doing a lot of that stuff. Now, it doesn't seem to be affecting other teams the way it's affecting us, but is that a factor? I don't know. I could see it being a factor when you're trying to pull yourselves out of a slump. Um, I do think, I, I genuinely do think Stanton will get his eye back in and go on a tear, or he'll go injured one of the two, but I think he'll go on a tear. Um, I just don't know when. I thought it would have happened before now. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I almost wonder because the backroom staff we've become so precise in the pitching coaching, the catching coaching, yeah, the the stats and the science are driving it so much that they miss the kind of ex player personal touch going. Yeah, I, th- I think I think yeah. there's I think there's a lot of that. I think they would do well to bring that back. Yeah, be it Andy now, Pater, be it CC Sabathia, yeah. be it someone like that. Yeah. I agree. I, so, I think that's what we need. They would say but, the boon is meant to be, but he's, he can't be that because he's making the decisions on the field. Yeah, you know, but yeah, I, I actually wonder what what they could do. I don't know who it would be, but if they'd someday Bernie Williams or not that, that could come back actually to work with the, the sort of hitting side of the team. Because as I say, I mean, the, the pitching, we have had problems with our pitching, but I just don't think, I mean, when you're losing a game, you know, 7-3, fair enough, the pitching's just not done enough. But when you're losing sort of games, you know, 4-3, things like that, or closer games, getting beat 3-2, for instance, 3-1, the, the pitcher's done, the pitching staff's done a decent job there. The offence has just let us down. I would have someone like to share it, you know, because you see his media work. To share is tremendous. What a player he was as well. You know, you forget... When you think back to the great Yankee players I've watched over the years, it tends to slip a wee bit out of my mind, and he shouldn't because switch hitting 
first he was an amazing first baseman, absolutely amazing, and a brilliant character. He used to do these, I think I spoke about it in a, a few podcasts ago, he used to do these daft videos, um, and they were, f- I need to try and find them on YouTube and see if I can post them on the group, because they were genuinely very, very funny. And I think it was maybe just like, as YouTube was getting more popular, he started doing it. I don't know if they were on Yes Network or they were just on YouTube, but he was doing these daft videos and they were genuinely very, very, very funny. But it's, yeah, it's just, yeah. Uh, someone like it that. It would be my, someone yeah. like that I would love to see. Recent history. Would, would make a difference, yeah. I think yeah. so. I think they need guys like that with a bit of character, but also a bit of history behind them. You know, if A-Rod wasn't so busy, even someone like that coming back into the team and and just, um, you know, working with the guys, because A-Rod is a master of baseball. When you listen to A-Rod doing his, that was why I wanted him as manager. When you listen to him doing his commentary and stuff like that, he knows everything about the game. Everything that's going on, be it from the pitching side, from the hitting side, he knows everything because that's just the type of person he was. So, yeah. Interesting. So we, we 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 suck up we we suck up another another loss though tonight. So I'm sure yeah. it's all going to be fine because there's a few more games to go. So what are they going to say in the press conferences after this game tonight? Oh, <laughs> just the same as I've said every night. The same regurgitated <laughs> shit. You know we need to do better. We'll get it going. The thing is, we believe we're, in ourselves. we're back at home versus the Rays now. We've got a series coming up against the Rays and then the two games against the Braves. I don't know if... Yeah. No, we won't get that one in. So there's only going to be four games between between now and the next podcast. And the template race. So my understanding is that it, is, it could be Davey starting on Friday yeah, or they could so. be going for a bullpen day yeah then we're due Monty then yeah. Cole yes yeah that'd be right yeah so I I like I like Davey a lot actually so I'm I'm willing you know we, I'll be willing Davey. Davey on but I don't I, we Davey, <laughs> I don't expect much from that I am a huge fan of Monty I think he's because he's so tall and he's got that power, I think he will be massive this year. And the lefty, yeah. So I think we will win that series 2-1. Okay. I really like the Atlanta Braves and I don't think people talk, certainly in terms of UK community, enough about the Atlanta Braves. I think they are a very, very good team. Uh, and I think if we split that series, so although we've only got one before we record next, if we split that series, the way this team are playing, I'll take that. Do I think we'll split that series against a young, powerful, energetic, talented team? No. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I think I think exactly what you've just described is everything... <laughs> It is our kryptonite. Is is a Yankees yeah. kryptonite is coming up against right, a young so. a young, uh, you know, lineup like that that can I think they'll cause us problems. I'm going to go super optimistic. The Rays at home, I think we'll beat them in all three games, and right. I think we will hit 44 of their players with pitches. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's going to be interesting to see what kind of spark there is in this game because they've basically they've called us out now. And do you know what? See when you watch that game, right? The first hit hit um hit by pitch, he meant it, in my opinion. The second one, no bloody way did he mean no it. They're talking absolute mince. The pitch got away from them, and they they all knew it was, it was just a pitch that got away. It's cold at this time of year. I suppose it isn't in the trot, but it was just one of them ones where a pitch got away from them. So it, it just, in that situation, with there was no way he was trying to hit the batter there. Not, not a chance. So, yeah, talking to hit batters, did you see that instant in the Mets game? How it finished. Oh, so, Conforto again. Conforto, yeah. So he leans in. It's a strike over the... What was the What was the umpire doing? As, as I put another thing, I actually... Uh, I didn't like what Conforto did because it's gamesmanship, but do it. How the umpire does not pick up on... Because it was the most just, blatant... He has got no awareness of the strike zone. Uh, no. at, at that stage no awareness how no. the hell that I didn't like the Mets celebrations after that no that was that was like very before. cheeky we're cheeky bastards yeah that was very very pathetic but uh, yeah I mean it just I, I mean guys are going to use any advantage they can but it was so obvious he leaned into it but secondly it was a bloody strike so it's not a hit by pitch but anyway yeah to what happened to that umpire because he, of course he's, he, he's there for the whole lot but you need to be you need to be moving umpires. They need to. But be he called it a strike. At least he called it a strike, and then Conforto challenged him, and then and then he oh, crazy. And the thing is, the video review can only say that it, it can only confirm that it hit him. So when they confirmed it hit him, then as a hit by pitch, they cannot say it was over the strike zone. Crazy, but yeah. Who so so yeah, I'm going for three of three. I guess is the raise, and I think we'll lose both the Braves. Okay. Okay. Then, yeah. So and 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 here's hoping that we're you know that that you're right and I'm right that we can split <laughs> split the Braves. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same <laughs> outcome. It's the same outcome. At the end. Do you think there'll be? So, do you think there'll be fireworks in the game versus Tampa Bay, or do you think they'll they've done their usual mouth and off, and then they'll come? I I I think the 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 COVID precautions at the moment kind of I think in a normal year I think you would have a bit more bench clearing. Do you know what I think we need it? Jobbing off each other. I think I we agree. need it. I, I think agree. that could be something that would really get the Yankees going. We've seen it against Detroit a few years ago. It might just be if one of them throws our player, we throw back, then there's a few ejections, and then suddenly it all sparks front of life. It might just be that we spark the Yankees need. And, and see, to be honest, would you want to really fight the Yankees when they've got Aaron Judge and Big Stanton and Sanchez? <laughs> now they're a bloody big yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. No, I, I agree. I, it does, and I think we need Boone. He needs to come out and do. He needs to come out yeah. and and it, that series is Yankee Stadium, the Rays, the attitude, pissed off Yankees fans. Yep. on the team's back, hate the opposition even more. It has all the things that come together that, yeah, it should. It should be good. It should. I, I, I just I just think because of the coat, because they're so, the rules are still in place about, not that you were ever allowed to clear the benches and stuff like that, but yeah, I think it's frowned too, upon yeah. more at the moment. I know what you mean. Yeah. 
I would love to so, see. So what, Aaron Boone would gain, just, sorry, would gain yeah. so much respect from me if he knocked Kevin Cash out. I'm just putting that out there, Boone, if you're listening. <laughs> That would that would make me that would make me happy if you could do that because he's just a gobshite. So yeah, yeah. I, he was always one of those. I thought to myself, God, I'd love to see that guy at a big team. No, I wouldn't actually. Yeah. He, he was at the Yankees was, at one point. Yeah. He was, I think, he was like a third base coach or something at the Yankees way back a long time ago. I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah. yeah, yeah anyway. No. So the last thing we we have had a uh, we've moved a player on. Oh, big news! Uh, big news. <laughs> Tyro Estrada. Has gone for cash considerations yeah. to the Giants. That's the ultimate. And I have to, <laughs> the <laughs> but, but but I have to say the Giants is the stadium that I'd like to go. Probably that and Baltimore are the ones I'd like to go yeah. to the most. Definitely, yeah. But I think at, 20, at twenty-five, it's got to be. You know, it's got to be a good time for him to to make this move because he's just a player that a fresh start but yeah he's, he's one of them guys who we were all sort of and, and it goes back to Jack's whole point about a, they're only a prospect they're only like a player once they, they stop being a prospect kind of thing and he, without a doubt he was one we all had high hopes for and his star just faded badly I was a little so bit Florio, are we are we, are we going to be giving Florio away for cash? You know, is that? Yeah, is I that think he's going the same way, sadly. And I think with Estrada, I was a little tiny bit surprised just because of our issues shortstop. I think we've been playing Oshella there. It was, was a surprise. And, um, you know, Tyler Wade's nothing to write home about, although he did have that spark the other night. So I was a, a little bit surprised at them taking some depth out of the organisation. But obviously, I think... There's probably forty man roster stuff going on there where they would probably have lost them in the row five draft anyway. So mm-hmm. they just moved them on at the moment and freed up the space. So yeah, no big deal really, but I was a little bit surprised. But it's just a shame, you know, a guy who had so much promise them years ago and they just faded badly. And as you say, I think Florio's we were all I think Florio's defense is good. I just think his offensive game's just vanished. I think when he stepped up, I think it was from double A to triple A, he just couldn't couldn't make the step up. How much do you think the cash considerations are though? What what does it even mean? Consi- why is it cash no. considerations and not just here's some money? What does cash I, yeah. I don't know. I don't actually know what it means. <laughs> it's just a wanky term. So, yeah, it's one so... of them terms we've had for years for years. <laughs> I've never actually thought about what it means. Right, Phil. I think Phil on the Facebook group knows a lot about what's going on. Phil, can you can you write in and tell us what cash considerations? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Phil, like... Philip, do us a favour. Can you can you can you? Inform? <laughs> just, there is so much just, of these crazy things that goes on in baseball yeah. though, that you hear about, and you're just like, but I, I just wasn't. I was unsure because obviously the trade system in baseball, and you tend to trade players. I wasn't sure if you could buy a player. I don't think there is a system where, like in football, you can just buy a player. So I don't. Does it go to international trade money? I think is that. Yeah, it must, it be, it must be allocated against. <sighs> Who knows? It's all very confusing. So, what uh, everyone, that's your homework for next week. Go ahead, everyone. <laughs> yeah, so, please inform us, us because we know nothing. Because honestly, yeah. there's no that like, uh, unfortunately there's no like search engines available for us to be able to look this yeah, up. We, we could, uh, we could easily ourselves. find out, but where's the fun in that when we can get? <laughs> where's the fun in that when we can get somebody? We're doing this. We're doing this. Yeah. We're doing our bit. Yeah. <laughs> doing yeah. Our bit. yeah, yeah, don't yeah. hate on us. <laughs> <laughs> where's, where's, see where's Jack? Jack can do it. Yeah. Can, that's it, Jack. Hopefully, he's away, hopefully he's away getting a haircut now. The barbers are open. 
Oh God, that's what I, I assume he was watching the game, but hopefully in a barber's and it was going to take about six hours. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're going to have to put him in sheep beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, guys. So that that's us for tonight. We wish wish we could have done our um, we could have done a yay. Everything's great, but you know what? It's, it's been great talking to you, Kev. Uh, and um, whatever way we're going to be here next week, and we're you know we're going to we're going to guide us through this season. And as I said at the start, if you want to take part, please, please feel more than welcome because your voices are really important to us. And I think the energy is good. And there's, God, have we got everyone against us as Yankee fans, never mind being bloody UK Yankees fans. So yeah. if you want to participate, <laughs> we'll, we'll take all the support we can get. <laughs> yeah, please feel free. And um, don't worry, we'll, we'll, we'll be gentle with you. As you can, as you can tell, we we know no other way. Uh, so, 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 Kev, where can uh, where can everyone find you, mate? If they just uh, if they want to interact and uh, hear your musings or, or read them, anyway. I was going to say under the bed watching the Yankees, but um, yeah, they can find me on. I'm always on the Facebook group because I, I just love the Facebook group. I'm actually my Twitter postings have vanished since that Facebook group started getting going. I really don't post that much on Twitter because I used to post a lot of Yankee stuff on there, but now I just kind of tend to be on the Facebook group interacting with people on there, which is great. But if you do want to find me on Twitter, I am at Celtic Yankees and you'll find me on the Yankee the Yankees UK Facebook group. Excellent. And yourself. And so you, uh, you'll, you'll find me on Twitter uh, at Rob Ratty and I'm doing a lot. I have to say I'm using the Facebook group. It's, it's reinvigorated. You'll probably find Mark Zuckerberg's going through our underwear drawer while we're, while we're doing it but it's uh, even more even uh, worse it, is, it more, <laughs> is, is it more invigorating than that lovely smoothie you posted today <laughs> oh uh, anyone if you don't know I, I made the, i made the ugliest drink you've ever seen in your yeah, life it I was horrific made. looking it's just just so you don't look it up just don't put watermelon in a drink <laughs> uh but, but just to briefly mention, I'm only I'm only I'm about halfway through the, the book by Dan uh, called "Damned Yankees" uh, by Bill Mann. Um and it's a couple of New York journalists, and it's about the George Steinbrenner era. It's it's batshit crazy the whole damn thing. But uh, thanks to the British Baseball Federation and to Chris for sorting us out with that, and I'll be passing that on. But if you do get a chance to have a read, so far so good. Uh, but but stay safe, everyone. Uh, good luck uh, to the Yankees for sorting this mess out uh, and I look forward to catching up with you all again soon uh, next week. Cheers folks. Mm-hmm.